بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا وحبيبنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد Respected ulama, honored elders, brothers, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We thank and we praise Allah, the exalted, the magnificent, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, for the countless favors that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala descends upon us daily. And on that same note, we send salutations and greetings to the best of creation, none other than Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From among the bounties of Allah wa ta'ala is none other than the gift of Iman for that we make shukr to Allah for having counted us among the believers and we pray and we beg Allah to make us true believers like those that have passed before us that were within the golden age of Islam that were within the era of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that is the Iman of none other than the Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'een Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen now from among these countless favors that we speak of, Allah says in the Quran, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا That if you try to count the amount of favors that I descend upon you, that you receive on a daily basis, you will be incapable of trying to get to a fixed figure. This is the greatness of Allah and the mercy of Allah at the same time. Now from among these bounties, Allah in Quran says, وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ That look at yourselves. أَفَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ Do you not see, do you not witness, is it not clear enough for you that I am the one and true supreme creator? وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ Look at yourselves. Now when we look at our bodies, there are many things to marvel at. Modern science will reveal many of the miracles of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal in just our bodies alone. And from among these body parts, today we concentrate on one part. And that is the magnificent eye. Scholars of science tell us that an eye is composed of about two million working parts. This little small structure over here is composed of two million plus working parts. Your eyeballs remain the same size from birth up until death. 80% of our memories are determined by the things that we look at and the things that we see. A fingerprint has 46 unique characteristics, meaning that a fingerprint will differ from person to person because it has 46 unique characteristics of an individual. However, the iris that is in the eye has 256 unique and different characteristics from person to person. Now what is the iris exactly? The iris is that thin circular structure within the eye that controls the amount of light that reaches the retina and it controls the size of the pupil and eye color is defined by the iris. And because of that vast difference from person to person when it comes to the iris, we find many security systems and many companies today in order to avoid any security breach they are moving away from the fingerprint scanner to the retinal system of differentiating between person to person. The eye is the most 
is the second most complex creation of Allah in the person's body after the brain. An eye cannot be transplanted. It, an eye cannot be transplanted because there are up to one million nerve fibers that connect the eye to the brain. And in order for a transplant to occur, doctors and surgeons will have to reconnect each one of these fibers. So it's something that is close to impossible. And the human eye is capable of seeing seven million different colors. I think maybe we can mention 10 or 20 off our head, never mind seven million. But that is the way the eye is able to capture the different, the different colors that Allah wa ta'ala has created. So now that we've mentioned the marvelous things about this eye, we ask one question. When last has this eye shed a tear for its maker? When last has this eye opened up the floodgates for its very own creator? And that is our topic of discussion for today. The virtue of crying, the virtue of shedding a tear before Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Allah in Quran mentions, أَفَمِنْ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ تَعْجَبُونَ وَتَضْحَكُونَ وَلَا تَبْكُونَ That is it from this speech of Allah, this kitab of Allah, this Quran, that you are amazed, yet you laugh more and you do not cry. Now this ayah concerns the mushrikeen. It concerns the disbelievers of the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. However, it is something for us to take lesson from. Because today we find ourselves in an, in an age where Muslim people can take jokes from the Qur'an. Muslims have taken jokes from the Qur'an. Perhaps there's a word that will bear a similarity in English and we'll take it and we'll use it in jest whenever we're discussing with our friends. This is no ordinary novel. This is not a book. This is the speech of Allah. This is the quality of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Crying due to the Qur'an and its message. We take lesson from the best of creation. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an mentions that one day the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked me to read Qur'an for him. And Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an was perplexed that, O oh, Nabi of Allah, you want me to recite Qur'an to you unzil, while the Qur'an is being revealed to you, I should read to you? And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, yes, sometimes I like to listen to other people reading as well. So Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an begins from the beginning chapters of the Qur'an until he comes to an ayah in Surah An-Nisa, which is somewhere along the fifth juz of the Qur'an. This is how much Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu had recited for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And other scholars mentioned that at that time, the entirety of Surah Al-Baqarah had not yet been revealed, so it wasn't as long, but it was a great amount. And the ayah that Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu stops at is, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا that, O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the day of Qiyamah, we will bring the different prophets from every nation as a witness to testify against their people, whether they had believed or whether they had disbelieved. وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا And, O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will bring you as a witness as well. At that point, 
Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam tells Abdullah bin Mas'ud radhiyallahu an hasbukal an it's enough you may stop now and Abdullah bin Mas'ud radhiyallahu an says that when i looked at the mubarak face of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam fa idha aynahu tadrifan his eyes were flowing with tears that how am i going to face allah as a witness to the people that have disbelieved in me and disbelieved in allah aisha radhiyallahu anha at a time when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had commanded that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu should perform the salah and this was during the illness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Aisha radiallahu anha says that oh my dear husband my father will be incapable of being the imam in salah for the people because whenever he will recite the Quran his tears and his crying will overcome his recitation and the people will not be able to hear his recitation Obviously Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam commanded a second time and then a third time until Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu was eventually the one that had performed the salah but this was the effect of Quran on Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu another ayah of Quran wa idha sami'u ma unzila ila ar-rasul tara a'yunahum tafidhu min ad-dam'i mimma 'arafu min al-haqq that when they hear the Quran when they hear the Quran and from that which they recognize to be true, their eyes overflow with tears. This ayah according to Abdullah bin Zubayr radiallahu an refers to Najashi and his people. We know Najashi was the Abyssinian king that had become a Muslim after hearing the true message of Islam and the true message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Others say that it was a Christian delegation that when they from Najran that when they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they heard the Quran being recited their hearts melted and they burst out into tears Abdullah bin Shikhir radiyallahu an mentions once I went to the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to visit him and I found him in salah but what kind of salah such a salah that we hope for we should hope for and we should aspire for that kind of a salah that Abdullah bin Shikhir radiallahu an says that the Nabi of Allah was in salah and he was sobbing so much that his chest sounded like a boiling kettle. His chest sounded like a boiling kettle. That was how much the Nabi of Allah was weeping in salah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, once while a person was being buried, he burst into tears and he tells the Sahaba that, Oh my brothers, prepare for this day. Prepare for this day when you are going to leave the world. We look at the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And we had mentioned in the beginning part of the talk that we hope and we pray that our iman can be like their iman. Ameen. Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu reports, one day the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam ascends the member and he addresses the Sahaba and he says that if you knew what I knew, if you knew what I knew, you would laugh less and you would cry more. Who was this group that the Nabi of Allah was talking to? The Sahaba, the best of creation after the Anbiya alayhim salam How much would they laugh? They wouldn't laugh so much on a daily basis. Everything we talk about, you must laugh. Today we laugh for everything. Sometimes a joke isn't even funny, but we have to laugh. And it's even more said that today we laugh at the misfortune of others. We laugh when another one is being mocked, not knowing that that person's feelings has been hurt. That person has a soft heart as well. So we laugh for everything. If you knew what I knew, you would laugh less and cry more. 
Anas radiallahu an says immediately the Sahaba put their hands in their put their faces in their hands and they all began weeping. Anas radiallahu an says that was the saddest day we had ever experienced up until that moment. Uthman radiallahu an is standing by a qabr. He stands by a grave and he is weeping. A person walks by and says, Oh Uthman, why are you weeping? Oh Amirul Mu'mineen, why are you crying so much? Uthman radiallahu an says, This is the first step of Akhirah. If you pass here, you will pass in front of Allah. But if you fail here, if you fail in this part of the Qabr, you will fail by Allah. Mu'adh bin Jabal radiallahu an once cried. And the people asked him, that, Oh Mu'adh, why are you crying? He says, Jannah and Jahannam. I don't know which group I'm going to be from. This was Mu'adh radiallahu an. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu an walks past a blacksmith and he sees the fire and the melted metal and he begins weeping because it reminds him of Jahannam and it reminds him of the ayah of Quran where Allah says that for the fuel of Jahannam we will use stones and at the same time we will use people. May Allah protect us all from the fire of Jahannam and grant us entrance into Jannah without any reckoning. There are many ahadith on the virtues of crying. And this should be something that will spur us on to open up in front of Allah Rabbul Izzah and open up our floodgates of our eyes before Allah Rabbul Izzah. لا يلجن نارا رجل بكى من خشية الله حتى يعود اللبن في الضرع That that person who cries out of the fear of Allah will never enter Jahannam. He will never enter the blazing fire until the milk that comes out of the udder can be put back into the udder. Obviously, we know that's something impossible. You cannot put the milk back into the udder once it comes out of the cow's udder. That is the guarantee Rasulullah gives of the protection of a person that cries out of the fear of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Sab'atun yudilluhum Allahu fi dhillih yawma la dhilla illa dhilluh on that day when there will be no shade except that which is the shade under the arsh of Allah, there are seven groups of people that will be protected. We don't have the time to go through all seven. But one of them is that person that cried out of the fear of Allah, that cried out of the recognition of Allah Rabbul Izzah. لَيْسَ شَيْءٌ أَحَبَّ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى مِنْ قَطْرَتَيْنِ وَأَثْرَيْنِ That there is nothing more beloved to Allah than two droplets and two effects. Two droplets and two effects. As for the droplets, That person that sheds a tear for the fear of Allah. And that droplet of blood that is shed within the path of Allah. As for the two effects. Any effect that is left on a person while out in the path of Allah. That is something very beloved to Allah. And such an effect that is given off whenever we comply to a fard and a compulsory action that Allah has ordained upon us, any kind of effect left after that, that is something very beloved to Allah. There are two eyes that will never touch the fire. That eye that cries out of the fear of Allah. And 
And that eye that is out looking out for the protection of the community whilst out in the path of Allah or looking out to protect the Muslim community, that eye that is looking after the community, Allah will protect that eye also from the fire of Jahannam. We learn from the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would actually seek protection from a dry eye. A'udhu bika min aynin la tadma' That, O oh Allah, I seek protection in you from such an eye that does not tear. I seek protection in you, O oh Allah, for a soul, for a nafs that does never become satisfied. We're always greedy, we always want more. O oh Allah, I'm asking you protection from a greedy soul. And at the same time, from a heart, O oh Allah, I seek protection in you from a heart that will not fear you, that will not be moved when hearing your kalam, when hearing the speech of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Referring back to the hadith where Anas radiallahu an says that the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned that if you knew what I knew, you would laugh less and cry more. And immediately the Sahaba at the speech of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had burst out into tears. Today we hear a hadith and the first question that comes to our mind, give me a reference. How authentic is the hadith? Is there a strong link of chains linking to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Our first question on our mind, which is something very important, but it has its own time and space for it. We should be moved by the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? In huwa illa wahyun yuha. It is wahi that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You have two types of revelation. Such revelation that is read, meaning Quran, and you have other revelation that is not read as an ibadah, but it is something that is explaining the message of Quran. And I leave you all with one message. Sometimes we feel that it's not in me to cry. Crying is for the ladies. It's not for, not for men. Men don't cry. Crying does not indicate that you are weak. Crying does not indicate that you are weak. Since birth, crying was a sign that you were alive. Since birth, crying was a sign that you are alive. So we make dua to Allah wa ta'ala that in our recitation of Quran, our hearts can open up. It's not about the amount of khatams that you can complete. It's about how many khatams it had an effect on your heart. Let us find out the true message of Quran so that when we are reading up to a simple surah like Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, when we recite Surah Al-Fatiha five times a day in our salah, and we recognize that it is that Allah that had created everything, and you realize that I am nothing without my Allah, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, but that is the most merciful and the most gracious of Allah. Allah could have put any one of his qualities, any one of his attributes. Allah could have said that I am the just one. I take you to task for that which you disobey regarding my commands. But Allah says, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. We read it every day so many times. Oh Allah, we want your mercy and we ask you to shower us with your mercy. But at the same time, Maliki Yawmiddin. The day of, of, of judgment is coming. The day of resurrection is coming. And Allah will be the only one asking the questions on that day. And we have to, re, we have to report back to Allah. Allah will say, Who owns anything today? Who has any kind of authority today? 
We own and we have things in this world, but limanil mulkul yawm. For who is the dominion today? Lillahil wahidil qahar. For that one Allah, the overpowering Allah, the most strong Allah, the most magnificent Allah. So we ask Allah Rabbul Izzah, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had asked, A'udhu bika, na'udhu bika, min aynin la tadma'. Oh Allah, we seek your protection from a dry eye. We ask Allah to open up our hearts when we are reciting Quran, when we are performing salah, when giving charity. Another good way that we can use to soften our hearts and to open up our floodgates of our eyes is to spend more time with the people less fortunate than us. So that we can take a break from the luxuries that we experience and from the good times that we experience and look at the hardship that the next person, uh, that the next person is enduring. That will also soften our hearts. But at the same time, reciting Quran on a daily basis, this is another remedy. And of course, making our salah what it actually is, a conversation with Allah. A talk with Allah. Oh Allah, I have come to you today not to just tick off a box. Fajr is done. Juma Salah is done. Asr is done. No. I'm here to talk to my Allah. Once we open up to Allah, once we start walking to Allah, Allah will come running to us. May Allah wa ta'ala inspire one and all. And may Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal accept whatever, we have be, whatever has been said and grant me first the ability to practice and then everyone else insha'Allah. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wal'aqibatu lilmuttaqeen Wala udawana illa ala al-zalimeen Wassalatu wassalamu ala al-mab'uuthi rahmatan lil'alameen Sayyidina wa habibina wa sanadina wa maulana muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabih Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddini wa ba'd 
فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أفمن هذا الحديث تعجبون وتضحكون ولا تبكون وقال, وقال الله تعالى في مكان آخر وإذا سمعوا ما أنزل إلى الرسول ترى أعينهم تفيض من الدمع مما عرفوا من الحق وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام لا يلج النار رجل بكى من خشية الله حتى يعود اللبن في الضرع وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام ليس شيء أحب إلى الله تعالى من قطرتين وأثرين قطرة دموع من خشية الله وقطرة دم تهرق في سبيل الله وأما الأثران فأثر في سبيل الله تعالى وأثر في فريضة من فرائض الله تعالى وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام عينان لا تمسهما النار عين بكت من خشية الله وعين باتت تحرس في سبيل الله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام فندعو كما دعا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عين لا تدمع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن قلب لا يخشع بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر رؤوف رحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئًا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته وعن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وفي رواية معمر عن قتادة مرسلا وأقضاهم علي وأفرضهم زيد بن ثابت وأقرأهم أبي بن كعب وأعلمهم بالحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل أمة أمين وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح رواه أحمر والترمذي وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رواه الترمذي وعن عبد الله بن مغفل رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضهم 
يغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد آذى الله ومن آذى الله فيوشك أن يأخذه رواه الترمذي ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعل هذا البلد آمنا مطمئنا وسائر بلاد المسلمين ومقدساتهم اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عين لا تدمع اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عين لا تدمع اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عين لا تدمع اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكر اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأهم وأتم وأعظم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيموا الصلاة استووا سووا صفوفكم واعتدلوا كان لينشد الصفوف استريتن انت وي ستاندينغ شولدر تو شولدر وذ اور هيلز اون ذا لاين الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ونقل ضالين ولمن خاف مقام ربه جنتان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان ذواتا أفنان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان فيهما عينان تجريان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان فيهما من كل فاكهة زوجان 
فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان متكئين على فرش بطائنها من استبرق وجن الجنتين دان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان فيهن قاصرات الطرف لم يطمثهن إنس قبلهم ولا جان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان كأنهن الياقوت والمرجان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان هل جزاء الإحسان إلا الإحسان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ومن دونهما جنتان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان مدهامتان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان فيهما عينان نضوختان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان فيهما فاكهة ونخل ورمان فبأي آلاء 
رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانَ فيهن خيرات حسان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان حور مقصورات في الخيام فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان لم يطمثهن إنس قبلهم ولا جان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان متكئين على رفرف خضر وعبقري حسان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان تبارك اسم ربك ذي الجلال والإكرام الله لمن حمده السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وأنسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة 
فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين